Well, you got to stop making whatever the fuck you made for 4th of July, Kilo. That's going to kill you prematurely, man. Your queso, oh. whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hard, oh, man. That was so good. That's no good. Oh, well, uh, good yeah. now. It's going to stop, stop your heart there, man. Yeah. yeah no, once I need you hit to 40. Not. I need to not. All right, guys. I, mean, I want to go to Hawaii, 25 but I don't want to go to Hawaii okay. for your funeral. So let's do it. All right. Let's go. Yeah, this one can be quick. This can be like 10 minutes. Well, yeah, yeah we, we always say that. And then it's like a 20-minute diatribe about Dragon Ball Z. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're never going to let him live that down. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. Well, boys, let's uh, Aloha Friday. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. 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 Take a sip. And uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Under the Mango Leaves podcast, where today we're going to be discussing the end of Miss Marvel. Um, so we didn't do last week's episodes. So we're going to do both of them together, episodes five um, and episode six. Um, so I guess we'll split that up in the first segment. We're just kind of going to talk about both of them. And maybe the second segment will be our concluding thoughts about the series. Um, maybe, you know, uh, things we like, things uh, you know we thought we could... They can improve on and then kind of the implications for, you know, the future of the MCU. Uh, but really, really fun series. I had, had a lot of uh, a really good time with it. So interested to, to hear you guys thoughts about how it had all ended up. And it has been, I think, two weeks since we've talked. So, you know, it'd be nice to catch up a little bit with uh, with my friends here. So, yeah, my name is George. Come out from Los Angeles. And I'm joined, as always, by my two good friends, Kyola and Keith. Kyola in Hawaii and Keith in Idaho. So, uh, Keith, I wanted to start with you, my man, because I know the potatoes are on fire. So how's it going? In the words of Little John, uh, the sweat drops down my balls. It is. Uh, we just started. Hun- Come on, we bro. did. It's 103 <laughs> degrees in Idaho. It is hot. It is miserable. You can't even do anything. You can make the potatoes. You can. You can. Or you can just <laughs> sit here and uh, talk to you guys. So that's what I'm doing. Here I am. Sipping some rosé, hanging out with the boys in the air conditioning. Love it. I do. I know. I feel so adultish. <laughs> Kill a house Hawaii, my man. Oh, Hawaii's good. Uh, actually, flying to Kauai tomorrow for the weekend. Um, Ooh, brother woo. is with the in-laws on Kauai, so we're gonna take the diving gear uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and get in the water nice. and uh, hopefully catch a couple, you know, Taco. things that you can't find here in, on Oahu. Or I mean, the fish apparently are just slower and what, dumber. Spear fishing? Yeah, on the outer oh. islands, just because they're just not used to seeing as many humans, right? Oahu, there's just a lot more people, so take a lot of fishes. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. My Man, that's so cool <laughs> that's yeah, so freaking cool it was, uh it's a 25 dollars right now round trip oh my Southwest god airlines that's and, insane uh, oh sorry one way so you know 50 bucks total, oh, okay 50, but, still, you know what i mean like still. yeah that's nothing that's what they used to have with uh go airlines when mm-hmm. i used to live there the go airlines like 25 bucks one way oh. southwest and then hawaiian actually god, has because they got a price match right so they're doing it too so it's it's good man exciting well, <laughs> yeah, that I, I mean, I'm taking the next week off. So, yeah, Los Angeles is good. Um, you know, I think it's like late, high 80s outside. So it's a little warm, but it cools down real Ooh. nice in the evenings. So, yeah, no, I'm just going to take some relaxing time off. Maybe have uh, some of the family come visit. So stop thinking Nothing about enough. UFOs. Stop yeah. thinking about <laughs> UFOs in California. <laughs> we had we had a long yeah for, for anyone. We had a long conversation before we started recording um, about UFOs and how, you know, I love them. I'm terrified of them. And also, for some goddamn reason, they're all in Southern California. All of a sudden. So <laughs> I, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, I'm going to get more uncomfortable if we keep talking about it. So moving on. <laughs> 
So, uh, you know, speaking of extraterrestrials, I guess we could talk about uh, beings from other dimensions, right? Um, but Miss mm. Marvel episodes five and six, uh, five was time and time again, right? And then we got the finale with, uh, with no normal. So um, kind of in, in a nutshell, uh, let me know what you guys like, uh, you know, thoughts were about, let's just say the, well, let's combine them. So we'll just say, you know, the, the last third of the series, you know, what'd you think? Um, and maybe let's, I guess you could kind of give your overall thoughts, but let's more or less kind of save that for the very end. So just how'd you think it wrapped up? What yeah. were your initial thoughts? So um, let's go to, let's go to Kayla, man. What'd you think? I, I was glad that we didn't talk last week about episode five because five and six, you know, talking about them collectively after I saw five, I was, I was worried, you know, about what yeah. direction they were going to go in. Yeah. Um, it, they did, it did ground it, right. George, you had kind of, last we talked, you were kind of, disappointed that they were making it some huge cosmic threat it, mm-hmm. i felt like it was more grounded and more uh you know surface level as opposed to like these huge it was com- com- compared to you know uh thor right which we're going to discuss sure, sure. later today mm-hmm. um i i enjoyed it i like that she is the second you know confirmed well third i guess if you count if you count uh, quicksilver but uh mutant in the mcu which is awesome yes well, that's exciting yeah. the music when it loved uh, it in the back yeah yeah like oh it's that like, had me going, so it was good i love the yeah. costume yeah it was good i liked it awesome keith yeah how much i trashed and i thought the show was gonna be hot garbage man it it it, it, it really uh stuck the landing and then went through the finish line with with perfect i thought it was great the last three episodes were Utterly some of the best Marvel content that we've had in a long time. I liked episode five. I don't know if you guys liked it, but I knew she was back in time. And I liked the fact how it kind of wrapped <laughs> call, everything together. Yeah. Hey, first time for everything. I got something right. So yay me. <laughs> but I really liked the I really liked the last episode, how the how Jersey, you know, rallied around her. So now we have Peter Parker in uh, New York and we have Miss Marvel in uh, Jersey. I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they proved me wrong. I'm really glad. Yeah, this they warmed this old man's heart. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you know it's funny. It's it, Keith. It's funny you say that uh, that you finally got something right is because I thought it was so on the nose they couldn't go in that direction. I thought no, they they can't. They're bleeding up this whole time. It can't be that obvious. And of course, yeah, you guys are right. So I, obvious. I overcomplicated it, but um, yeah, you know, I, I was right there with you, Kayla. Um, Episode five had me questioning a couple things. And, you know, the, the six episode series format, I feel like has worked really well for certain series like Loki. I thought it was fantastic. But for other series, I didn't think it worked as well. And I think we kind of had that problem a little bit here. But being able to talk about both of them together, I think, oh, yeah, it's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So I, and for me, I really thought that, like, it really is kind of two stories. We're kind of doing this whole, like, Pakistan, like, clandestine thing. And then we're also doing the grounded, like, Jersey thing. And it feels a little jarring at times. But you know, I guess it's kind of her character, right? Like she is a being of two worlds. So she I is kind of get it. Yeah. yeah, it just at, at certain points, I just really felt like it didn't, it, you know, it was a little disjointed, you know, compared to some of the other other series. But I guess that's kind of the point. She's trying to you know figure her way out. But yeah, dude, I, uh, I had fun with, with the whole thing. I thought obviously that the twist at the end that she was the first mutant was a really cool kind of um, way to to think about what's going to happen in the future. And then on top of that, of course, we got the captain marvel cameo so there's a steak dinner right <laughs> hey, you know, yeah and uh, no, no she hulk no she hulk right? no she hulk yeah. yeah yours was she hulk keith uh Kyolo's was was captain marvel which i, I was very happy uh, the, the way they went about it too um yes i just like, like a real real quick real quick cameo at the very end like you know what's gonna happen so uh really really excited about about the whole thing about where it's going i'm you know glad we got 
another solid, you know, six episode series from from Marvel, uh, from Disney Plus TV. So, um, yeah, I, I think we all enjoyed it. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to jump into? We can start talking about some specifics. Um, actually, let's do this. Um, Kill, what were your thoughts about episode five? Because you and I, I think, share the same sentiment. We're a little we're a little worried. So what, what were you thinking there specifically? Well, it was good. Like you, You've learned about the the partition right and you've learned some of this back history but seeing it this way actually kind of made it more real right and you kind of see the long-term effects and what was happening then and you, you really get put into like like seeing some of the religious persecution right against the muslims and so i thought that was really interesting mm-hmm. i like the time travel um oh also najma killing uh aisha right her grandmother her yeah, grandmother that was Jeez. another steak dinner right we got that one right yeah um yep. i think with five, I was worried because then it made the you know Department of Corrections the big bad, I guess, at the end, as opposed Wait, Department to Department of Damage Control. Damage Control, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Department of Corrections. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Correction facility. Uh, correction, uh, Kayla. Department correction. of Damage Control. It's damage Control. I, I am damage the control. of Corrections. Yeah. Right, so you had the clandestines. I, I was kind of, I was worried because of the transferring of like uh, energy, right, when she sacrificed herself and like sent her nor energy to her son. Right. Yeah. That was kind of that was a little odd to me. It was like, yeah. why would you do that right at the end um, or make it more at the end? Right. Where it just happens and we don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. As a mm-hmm. But you see, you know, R.I.P. to uh, to Bruno's shop. They had that little moment. Yeah. Right. Where you realize, yeah, actually, Comron uh, is actually kind of a meathead. Right. He thinks that like yeah. the Tesla photo on oh, the yeah. wall is like him being a fan of the car. I like his cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, so you're like dude. you didn't get the science joke right like he was trying, Ar- he was trying. Argon. oh yeah I, you know yeah. i i have my favorite elements on the wall too yeah <laughs> like um so i was worried about that because it was kind of but six made sense because then you had department of uh uh damage control uh you know being the bad guys and uh so I, it worked because it was you know six kind of tied up the story in a way that mm-hmm. it would have to have to make yeah. five okay right if it went anywhere yeah. in a, any other direction then five would have been like oh this is like the show going in a bad direction almost right like but yeah. it brought it back it centered it and i you know to your point george i think it is it's she is two different things right she's from two different worlds and uh you saw that at times right she's the brown girl from jersey city mm-hmm. right she has the pakistani roots and so i don't know it was good it was a good cultural lesson for me at least uh mm-hmm. maybe for a lot of people but i like yes. that part about it Okay. That's exactly what I want to piggyback off Kiola. It was a good cultural lesson. Not many people know about this. No matter what your race is, what your background is, nobody really knows about this. So I really liked it, how the Marvel kind of went in that direction to show yeah. to show it. It was great. So so actually, that was, I mean, my favorite part about episode five was that, like, showing mm-hmm. us, you know, the life of someone living in Pakistan in, you know, 1947, right? Or India, um, right? Yeah, India. It would be India, yeah. sure. Yeah, and I, I thought that was like, and then the the actors, the actor and the the actress, you know, who portrayed uh, the grand was a great grandfather and great grandmother, right? Yeah, apparently the the guy that played the the great grandfather is like really famous actor, um, like Fawi. I'm not gonna mispronounce his name, so I'm not even gonna try. But anyway, yeah, like, Hollywood actor, really, really popular. Yeah, super super popular. Uh, apparently, I like this huge yeah. fan base, and he killed it. I thought he freaking killed it, man. Um, so I, I really I really enjoyed that. The my 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 issue was like the. The whole time travel thing I thought was it kind of seemed like shoehorned, I guess it, it really I didn't really understand how this all like worked together. Like I felt like the mechanics of Loki made sense to me. And then like when we got this kind of 
oh, she was thrown back in time because like Aisha asked the bangle, but then like this happened at the exact moment that like Najma hit the bangle in the future. Then, then like she got thrown back in time and, you know, and she was the one to help Nani. Like, okay, like that's fine. But then she comes back and now the, the veil is open somehow. And then like the first girl goes up and turns into a skeleton, you know, and then the, then she goes up and now all of a sudden she's going to sacrifice herself for Kamran who she doesn't even like care about because like she mm-hmm. left him at the maximum slash minimum security prison. So there are a lot of like, you know, really odd, odd decisions. And then not, not just the odd decision-making, but also somehow now Kamran has powers and, you know, actually even in episode six, we hear Najma's voice when his powers are manifesting and he can't control it. She's actually in the background, like whispering. So did she actually die or did she just go back to the veil of, or the Nord dimension because she's made of light or something, you know, like I just, I didn't get any clarification that I really wanted there. And six didn't really tie that specific part up in a neat box for me. And I was kind of hoping that we'd get a bit more explanation because clandestine just kind of seemed to be thrown in, did their evil stuff, disappeared. And then it's back to damage control. Cause like, I get it right. Damage control was the first um, post-credit scene we got. So we're like, Mm -hmm. okay, so we kind of know who the villains are going to be. And then they're kind of ignored for a little while. And then we get the whole clandestine thing. So it just kind of jumped around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm glad it finished the way it did. I think it had a strong finish, you know, those things aside. And then after the Pakistan thing was kind of like the pacing, we jumped back to New Jersey and it's like, oh, Bruno's hanging out with uh, Kamran and then, you know, he's got nowhere else to go. And then (laughs) boom, there's like this drone there. And it's like, oh, but we want to capture him alive. But like it blows up his shop. I'm like, well, I thought you wanted to capture him alive. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, So, and then the other issue I had was um, the mom mom oh you can't go to parties like late at night and it's like oh you're a superhero that's so awesome i love right. you yeah that like, was a what? quick the yeah. 180 yeah from like not being okay to all oh, of she's a sudden proud being of her daughter okay. she's like a big thing now so. I, I get it and she Be you proud. know she made amends with her own mother and i think maybe that's part of it too right it's like there's a lot mm-hmm. of generational healing so. there but i just i really couldn't see her like being upset about her you know coming back at 11 and then all of a sudden there's literal cops shooting at her and her mom was like, I'm so proud of you. It's like, what? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I just, I, you know, I love her character. And I thought that the development, the first three episodes is phenomenal. But then there's, I, it's just very disjointed to me what happens like later on. Like once we get to it's Pakistan, a comic book everything, TV show. I, I, I know, but like, I, I so, felt like some things were like, it's more believable to me that like the, the veil of Nor was closed by this clandestine being than her, like, you know, overbearing you know like helicopter mom going like oh you yeah should go be a superhero that here's your superhero suit but like so, you know that's that's the it. nor dimension i felt like it was, it was probably something similar to the dark dimension where it was swallowing so like the mom maybe becoming part of the you know the energy yeah i can see that and then you have i think what basically what they're trying to assume or like we're supposed to like assume is that they have mm-hmm. there are some kind of uh generational ties Right. Because so there is mm-hmm. some kind of a, a geneal- genealogical link between her great grandma and her that allows her to be able to call her to the past. And then, right. you know, sure, she's sure. able to because of, you know, Comron uh, being her son, transfer that energy. So I guess there's supposed to be some kind of familiar familial tie thing. But mm-hmm. you're right. They don't actually ever come out and say it or like confirm or explain more about it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and- yeah. I, we needed one more episode so I could really understand like Najma's like motivation, right? Because I think her, her going from, I spent literally like a hundred some odd years trying to get back. And then all of a sudden at the last second, be like, ah, no, screw that. I'm going to sacrifice myself for my son. You know, like I need, I need some more explanation there, man. Like that just didn't make sense yeah. to me. And, and what was even worse is like, this was supposed to be a very emotional moment, but I was not invested. And you see 
Kamala trying to be like, no, but you have Kamra, you know, like, and she's trying to do her emotional thing. And like, I'm not buying that either. Cause it's like, you know, I don't believe Najma in the first place. So it's that whole thing just didn't hit, man. And I know it was supposed to be like this, like heavy hitting scene. And it, I just didn't have enough like time to like when, um, when Morbius died, quote unquote yeah. died in the fourth episode of Loki, I like yelled. I was like, no, you know, he got uh, <laughs> pruned. He got pruned. Right. Because there was enough yeah. time to develop his character, like his motivations, like his turnaround, his turnaround actually kind of made sense. Right. You understood his motivations. And so they needed he more died, time with it. Right. I, if it's going to be 100%. tragic, we need some story building here. And we, we didn't really get it. She's just evil. She's just evil. And, you know, she's going to play nice until she wants to get what she wants, which was never explained. Oh, Kamala, you know, help us out. Like with the bangle. And Kamala's like, we need one more day. It's like, bitch, there's no time. We go in now. We ruined that wedding. It's like, what? Like, you know what I mean? That was never explained. Yeah. Like, you waited a hundred goddamn years. We got to go now. Like, so, I mean. Hey. <laughs> they had six episodes they're like we, we need to move this shit. I, I know and Let's that's go. and that's the problem is like the pacing like you let something like wandavision like you know slow was it slow cook or slow marinade i can't remember the yeah time. anyways slow but you burn. let it yeah slow burn slow yeah, burn you, you let do the slow burn for nine episodes go, and, and it works but like the six episodes the pacing just just didn't it just didn't do it for me man and like yeah Najma, but like Najma said, came and it, went and yep. and do you know what you know what the only thing i can think about her now is she looked exactly the same in like 1947 how the hell she'd have like an 18 year old kid in like 20, whatever. Like hey. someone, someone knocked Najma up, you know? Okay. That's cool. <laughs> <Who> <laughs> Looking exactly the her? same for like a hundred right. years. Like she looks old and yeah, she and where's like, the dad? looked old. And By where's, way, where's the dad? Where's the exactly. dad? Yeah. 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 Who's she, the, that's season two. Yeah. She does him. not like who, who is hooking up with that? Because she was not, not like from a look standpoint, just from like a personality standpoint, like she, she got someone to like, I don't even want. Actually, now I don't want to think about it. Now I don't want to think about it. I brought it up, and I'm sorry. I apologize. Are you guys steak dinners? Because now I don't want to think about it. So, anyways, yeah, that was that was my issue Uh, with 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 five. Um, Well, and what is it? Well, I guess Falcon and the Winter Soldier was, you know, besides the COVID uh, complications, that six episodes worked. Yes, hundred percent. Hawkeye was too long. I mm -hmm. think six episodes was like uh, maybe a little bit too long, Um, and then. Loki though Loki definitely hit it right on six. Every all the other Perfect. ones kind of like mm, maybe uh, yeah they, they they needed maybe a, a, two more episodes on this one probably to make Loki it yeah yeah well yeah well, Miss Marvel yeah. I think Miss Marvel, Marvel needed like eight episodes eight episodes hundred percent well so so Kiola my my issue that I have with Falcon and the Soldier is very much similar like because they got hit by COVID and they couldn't do the original plan. Right which was that the Flag Smashers wanted to essentially wipe out half the population so we go back, right? Mm-hmm. Which obviously, you know, during the pandemic was like, that's a no-no. So they rewrote the whole thing. So Carly Morgenthau, the, the antagonist, her motivations weren't entirely clear. And she was like, the movement's ready. And everyone's like, what, what movement? Like, you know, this really hasn't been, been fleshed out in the same way mm-hmm. that you understand some of the antagonists' motivations in other series. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I actually had the same issue with Falcon and the Winter Soldier that I have with this one is that I really wish that, like, we, you know, let's just choose you know, Department of Damage Control, uh, and let's just stick with them. And we, we had kind of the mustache twirling clandestine. And then also we got the evil, that one agent who's just an asshole. Like, what is her name? Agent D- Deaver or something yeah, like that? Yeah, why was she such an asshole? Because she was, because now we she's figure out that that's, she, uh, that's what I was she's hoping a for payoff-wise. I was hoping, but that is supposed she's, to think that she's, she's just, racist. Yeah, she's just a racist. Yeah. You know, the powers are in the hands yeah. of the wrong people. And the guy's like, wrong people. And she's like, children he's like oh yeah sure <laughs> yeah i don't believe you that's I what they were trying to hit you. they got woke is, is that what the kids are saying these days 
I, Disney went I, woke. I don't know. Oh. I like that the other agent is still like more or less a good guy ish. Like, right. we yeah. don't really know, you know, because he's a manipulative, sure. But maybe he's not trying to like kill kids for Christ's sakes. But this woman, you know, apparently, you know, who cares? She's caution to the wind, you know, ends justify the means kind of shit. So yeah. like those my are my, my hot takes. <laughs> Speaking of hot takes. Um, I mean, I like the ending where they, you know, we, we talked about how it was too cosmic or too uh, grandiose and then grounded it right there in a high school. They're using yeah. softball yes. machines, right? Loved it was, it. it brought it back down. It was more grounded, right back to home I, alone. 100%. Right. Exactly. Something like that. And uh, I thought that was fun. Um, I thought the, the the funniest scene in episode six for me was uh, was an oh oh we're so surprised oh we had no idea and it's like well oh, mom, yeah yeah mom <laughs> called dad dad yeah. headphone on speaker and yeah. everyone found out <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which you it's know like maybe, speaker is so it's so convenient <laughs> I yeah. it is for me too and that's when I realized I was like holy mm-hmm. smokes I'm that guy like I'm always talking on speakerphone just because I don't do this I can't it's not as convenient me and too. I, I, I have to correct myself when I'm doing it in public because I know that's a big pet peeve for most people, right? Like, actually, even if I heard someone yeah. on the phone on speakerphone, I'd be irritated. But I realized that it makes me old because I do agree with Abu that speakerphone is is convenient. <laughs> it's I so mean, much better. I, I haven't gotten there yet. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, you think that's a good thing. Or Four more years of life, George. Corded, corded yeah, headphones. Right. I use that too. Yeah, I don't know. Nice, Cord- nice. Yeah. Because like the the Bluetooth ones, I'm like, no, it keeps disconnecting and connecting. So I, I hardline and then I walk around yep. the office and talk on the phone. Um, but so I really, uh, but I love the fact that she was that they changed her to a mutant because we have so many different things. You know, we're gonna get the Atlanteans. We have so many different, I guess, different types of people. So they're just mm-hmm. completely cut out the Inhumans. Just said, all right, she's a mutant. I loved it. I'm glad. It makes me wonder, I know some people are wondering now, because, uh, you know, the blue arm that the bangle was on, right? Is mm-hmm. that a Cree or is that an Atlantean now? Now I, we don't know, right? You know what I mean, right? Like, like that's never yeah. explained. So I'm wondering well, if that'll get tied into somewhere else, right? In the Ten Ring Temple. Uh, I, I, from the So, so the I think when, when she got big, uh, when she got big like that, that was her X gene. That wasn't the bangle. That was her being a mutant. That, that, that's my take. I, I would like to say it's it's kind of a combination of the two, right? Um, so, and and I think I think what they're going for. So, if there, there's Marvel did like a whole piece recently um, where they they talked about you know Kamala being the you know the, the first mutant in the MCU, you know that whole thing. But also, apparently, the author's original intent was for Kamala to be a mutant. But at the yes. time, basically due to business and marketing, Fox was the one you know with with the successful you know mutant franchise. And Disney owns, you know, Kamala Khan. So they're like, well, we don't want to, you know, feed into their franchise, this competing franchise. So it, it was it went the inhuman route, but that was not the original intent. The author wanted her to be a mutant. So That's perfect. we're basically, yeah. So it, it kind of works out that way. And what I think we're, we're moving towards is like, everyone's just going to label people with powers mutants. And the mutants mm-hmm. are going to know, you know, oh, she's an inhuman, you know, I'm a mutant, you know, whatever the distinction is, right? Because there could be one, right? The creep, you know, let's say they experimented on you, you know, and- Maybe your your powers innately manifesting themselves versus your powers being purposefully activated. Maybe that's the difference between the two, right? One using Cree yeah. technology and one. I do think it, it, the blue arm is Cree though, specifically because we need that callback to Miss Marvel. We want yeah, her. I'm sorry, to, to, to Captain Marvel. Captain we we Marvel. want yeah, them Captain to be Marvel. connected in in more than just fangirl, more than just name, right? There needs to be something like really material there. And if you go back to Cree, 
I mean, that's a really solid, like, okay, you guys are connected at the hip there. Like there's no, no two other ways about it. So, I mean mm-hmm. that, and, and also it leads into the, the 10 rings being Cree technology, similar to the bank bangles. Well, we should talk about that yeah. in the next part, right? Like when we get into like series overall and then, oh, implications you know, projects. And yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I think there is something there. Um, yeah, I just I, I liked her power usage. Um, so yeah, I guess Kamran is also a mutant, right? I guess yeah. Kamran is also a mutant. That's that's confirmed, right? So whatever reason, yeah, I thought that was interesting in six that whatever reason, you know, her brother is is not because he's. I mean, that, that's what you would ask, right? Like, I thought if, it was very clever. Yeah, very right, clever. If you know, because the grandmother is always talking about how, um, you know, we are tied to this right because of you know our bloodline our heritage all this stuff so that's that's the logical next question is like well so do i have powers right and then it's like no like he doesn't it's whatever the mute yeah the the x gene let's just call it the x gene because it's i hope they go that way but yeah right the x gene that she has it gives her the ability to be able to use the powers right so does yes i I guess it's kind of i thought that was clever i thought it was good because then you don't have this question about well can the mom you know, use powers. Can the grandma have powers? Well, well the grandma you know, did. The, brother... the grandma did use powers, right? So yeah. she's got something there. She's X gene. Or, or so maybe <laughs> it's a it's a female thing, right? Like it's it's a woman only thing for for them. I don't well, know. It's, it's oh, matrilineal. Well, but then comrades yeah. a guy, so who who knows, right? Like no, but but that's the whole point. It's matrilineal, right? Mm. It passed down. It passed down from the grandma, or from great grandma to grandma to mom to to Kamala, and mm. then from non nam. I was pronouncing it wrong. Namja, Namja. Uh, Najma, sorry, Najma. Najma. The M in front. Yeah, Najma. Najma. From, not from Najma to to Kamran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I'm 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 fully fine with that. And I think you know, just because she has the X gene doesn't mean that can't mix with some Cree experimentation, or maybe the Cree were experimenting because they could they detected the X gene. You know, there's plenty for them to explain. What whatever route they go with, I'm I'm happy with her. She's special because she's she's a mutation. Yeah. You know? well, well, I liked it. So what other X-Men do you think we're going to get, guys? No, no, Besides no. That's, that's Rad- next segment. That, that's oh the next God, segment. Dude, yeah, there we go. Shut <laughs> your goddamn bearded mouth. Fuck, Daniel there Rad- it was, George. I got it. <laughs> I want to ask you guys, before we get to that, because I think we're, we're about finished with this, this segment here, before we go on to you know, our overall thoughts and then the implications for the future, what do you guys think of the embiggening? I know that's like a big part, you know, for the comics, you know, that was her superpower. And she says, embiggen. And she, you know, she did the thing. She was 10 feet yeah, tall, big. was super strong, held like a truck in her hands. Uh, so, I, you know, I'll, I'll give my thoughts. But uh, first, I want to hear what you guys thought about it. So, uh, Keith, go for it. Like I said, that is her mutant power. It's awesome. It's straight <laughs> up from the comics. Wow. It, it was the one part. Well, when, slow when, down, Keith, slow down. There's too much, oh, too Jesus much information. Christ, fuck me. No, when she did that, I actually got excited. And I was like, hold, that's just like the comic book. I got really excited. I was like, they did it. It looked good. I loved it. But I think that's her X gene. I don't think that's the bangle. I think she's going to eventually lose the bangle. She's going to realize that she has her powers no matter what because she's a mutant. Yeah. Fair, fair. And I love it. It was great. It was great. It was straight out of the comics. I loved her costume. Like I said, it warmed an old man's heart. It was great. Final three <laughs> episodes really did it for me. I was like, all right, I think I can get behind this. It's good. Okay. Interesting. I, I think the Bengal is going to end up being something like Mjolnir, you know what I mean? Or Stormbreaker for Thor, right? Like Thor oh, can focus. use the lightning, right? It just mm-hmm. it focuses the power that is actually in her, uh, similar to Thor, right? Like he's not the god of hammers. He's the god of, you know, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the god of thunder. So it's, I like the in beginning because we, we what, what episode was it? Three where she's uh, in the auditorium or whatever, in the theater, the stage in the back, like where she's trying to like, 
her hands, she makes the fist, but then it's because the rest of her body isn't, you know, it, with the hard light encasing, yeah. she mm-hmm. couldn't lift. She didn't actually have her strength, right? Which we predicted she would have mm-hmm. to cover her whole body and her energy. So, to, you know, to make her stronger and all that stuff. I like mm-hmm. it because she's a kid, right? So similar to Peter Parker, where because he he has, you know, the, the spider bite. And even though he is a kid, he has, you know, superhuman strength and he has the tingly thing uh and <laughs> yeah Peter right? so he has all these Peter yeah, exactly yeah uh, it's that's that's her is that she can take on you know people who are firing bullets at her um mm-hmm. because she can make herself stronger and you know she has all this these abilities which is i, I like the beginning because it is something that was in the comics uh, you know with when they went with the light i was kind of worried about it mm-hmm. but ended up playing good and i think it's going to be i think we talked about it before it's making her powers look similar to Photon and to uh, Captain Marvel, right? So, like, you kind of associate them, them together. I think yeah. that's, that's kind of the, the goal behind putting it on screen like that. Yeah, it was, it was going to be a bit of a balance, right? They, they had to, to somehow call back to why she's associated with the Marvels, but then at the same time, um, you try to, try to keep true to her comic book origin, which is, you know, she's got stretchy powers. I guess my, my only thing was, I, I like the idea of it. I, I, I have no problem with the idea of, Using the hard light, it's kind of like an idea come to life, like what she said, right? It's basically like kind of a Green Lantern thing. Um, I just thought it, it kind of looks a little funky. I, I don't know. It just, it for me, I, I couldn't, you know, sometimes superpowers like believable and other times it looks like a little odd. Uh, and I just- Clunky, you know, right? Like a it, little like, clunky. It looked, it looked, yeah, it was, it was clunky. It seemed like they haven't really, granted, this is their, their first time doing this kind of thing, right? I yep. get it. Um, stretchy powers are always weird. And even with, you know, the whole light aspect of it, it was always going to look kind of funny. But like, I just, I, I had a hard time like getting into it, you know, with, with certain instances where she did stuff, I thought it was okay. But her, you know, mm. being this 10 foot tall with like this little tiny head and her stretchy hands, like, I just, I don't know, it just looks ridiculous. And maybe uh, it looks funny it in the or... comics too, though. Like it does yeah. comic book TV show, yeah. George. It can't be serious. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just on, you know on the pages when she does stuff, it does look yes. monkeyish a lot of times. Like that's like the only thing I can think of because you have like like, like gorilla arms, right? Like well, like it, and then like the fist is huge compared to the skinny arm. So I think to a certain extent, it's just gonna always I'm, look kind of I'm not weird. Well, okay, fair enough, but it's not just proportions, right? I also think you know that the realism factor is, is hard because like it, it just looks like computer generated you know, whatever to me, whereas you know, like yeah. other, other times it looks, it's, it's hard to tell where they use a practical effect versus where they did, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So for, for me, I mean, I, granted that's a really hard, you know, line to, to walk because you know, it's, it's, it's fair brand new. Yeah. But I think it'll take time. You know, I'm excited for where it goes, but yeah, just a if little, you go back and look at uh, civil war. If you go back and look at civil war, when Ant-Man mm-hmm. uh, goes up, mm-hmm. it actually, and you compare that to Ant-Man and the wasp, it's so much better the second time around. When yeah, he's okay, in the harbor, okay. when he's in in the harbor, and he like go, he gets he, you know, enlarges himself. It's yeah. a lot better than in Civil War in the in the fight scene on the in, you know on the tarmac in Germany or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, it, it does look it same thing, clunky, and that's a you know that's a Avengers level movie, right? That was Captain America: Civil War. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I, I agree. This 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 is their first go. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mar- you know, Disney always does the the ret retroactive like touch-ups who knows if they'll like go back and like redo some of the graphics which i, I want to bring up when Special we talk about facts. thor I think they will. because there's a mm-hmm. scene that they'll, they'll i think they're going to retouch and re-release uh, in theaters in a couple weeks for thor mm-hmm. but uh, who knows they might touch it up for the show and then the next time we see her in the marvels i think it'll be yeah. similar to uh aquaman that, that was the other one that did that right like in uh the justice league they did the, the bubble 
to uh, talk the Snyder, right? the Snyder right. cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they did the bubble and then in Aquaman, he's just talking underwater, right? Like they, they got better at figuring out how like the physics, the real life yeah. physics sure, sure, sure. of yeah. like how this would work, you know, even though it is a comic book movie, right? We want yeah. that realism. You don't want to be distracted or, or, or wondering like, ah, or keep remembering it's a show you want to think it's real right that's the whole goal i think behind a lot of these mcu movies and mm-hmm. shows is that and we're seeing that right because the real life implications of there being avengers oh there's an avenger con similar to how we have comic-con yeah, uh, yeah you know yeah. people doing you know ant-man doing scott lang doing a podcast um them mm-hmm. knowing that he's you know ant-man now where they didn't know who he was in uh in endgame right like oh you want i'm, I'm, I'm ant-man you want a photo yeah, with me yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. idea right um, yeah. knowing that Thor's, uh, you know, he's a gamer, all this stuff, right? Like the real life shit, you want it to be real. You want to see, you know, almost blur the lines or forget Yeah, absolutely. your absolutely. life here compared to there. And you can't, if it's clunky, right. so I think they'll figure it out. hundred percent. That was long winded. My, my bad. That was like <laughs> no, five but, but... minutes of me explaining. <laughs> hey, this is Go entertainment on, works guys <laughs> gather around children. And let me tell you about entertainment. Papa Kula is going to tell us a story. I think you're absolutely right, though. I think you're absolutely right. And we, we just it. expect that. We expect that from, from Marvel to like, hey, these are fantastical and ridiculous superheroes, superpowers, personalities, beings. Um, make me believe it, right. bitch. Yeah, make it real. Like, yeah. make it look and if real, you don't, asshole. I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, you know, a, a one star review. You know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, we, you know, tomatoes. it's, it's 2022. We've had what, 14 years now of Marvel entertainment, you know, we're, we're spoiled children, but you know, I just, that was something that I found was a little jarring. I wanted to hear you guys take on it, but I get mm-hmm. it. You know, comic book, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the rest of it. Uh, so but, any, but any concluding comment, thoughts? Oh, go ahead. But that comment you just made George about being spoiled children. That's what people are saying. Why Thor got so many bad reviews. It's because we're all a bunch of spoiled little oh, children right now. Well, I mean, okay. I look out for this in another pod because I, I I have a some thoughts. Oh yeah, let's say. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just but saying that. Yeah, fair I, enough. I fair think enough. You're right. Yeah, we're spoiled now. We we expect the best when. Well, it's not going to be a little the bit best of, always. There's a little superhero fatigue. I think um, everyone's still watching it. I'm just not. You know, a lot of people aren't enjoying it as much as they used to. Maybe. So, yeah. But I mean, that's. That's no fault of, of theirs. Uh, maybe they just it's need to just, maybe it's no one's fault. They just need to grab a drink, chocolate milk, a whiskey, a wine. Just enjoy it. Chocolate Escape from the world we live in. Chocolate milk just enjoy it. In there. Chocolate milk. There's kids yeah, is, who listen to this. Is, what is this? We is got, this breakfast, Keith? This is this no. is Keith's progression of drinks throughout the morning. <laughs> I start with chocolate milk and I end it with whiskey. Okay, guys. Any anything you want to say before we move on? I think the second segment will just kind of talk about implications of you know, maybe, maybe the post credit scene, you know, uh, what we thought of the series as a whole. I think we've covered that a little bit here, but uh, anything else you guys want to say before we take a little break here? We'll move I was on. glad no. episode six, I think, tied up most of it. We still obviously have questions, but, um, you know, I thought I thought episode six made it. It was good. It made it good. It was fun. It was a good ending uh, mm-hmm. to the series. Well, this season, I guess. I don't know. We'll see if we have season two. Um, but yeah, it was good. I liked her powers. I, th- I liked her growth you know, going back to the, you know, back to the past and then realizing that it was, it was interesting, right? Like it, it was almost like, uh, what, what is Schrodinger's cat or whatever? Yeah. Right. Where like, I, I don't know if that's the right analogy. No, no, but no. She, she in the past made it so that it's she called a closed the loop. Bingo, the closed loop. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Where she ends up going back to the past 
to help her future self because if she doesn't do that then she never ends up with the bingo in the future and she never would have went back to the past right so it's and then she never would have gone to the future and then she would have gone back to the past yeah exactly close loops explode yeah exactly there we go no so i thought that was a fun twist on it because i had suspected that that might be where it was is that yeah i think we brought it up right we were thinking maybe the grandma did it or the mom through the stars and i like Mm -hmm. that because i had always pictured it being the platforms and they almost mm-hmm. you know, like laughed at me because it was like, yeah, no, this is what you thought was going to happen. And then, no, it actually literally looked like stars. Like it broke. And then the stars actually look, they look well, like stars and led her to, you know, all four feet of trail of stars. Part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a trail. It was more of a path, like a, like a brisk walk. Yeah, she was like five. <laughs> yeah, hard to remember. But yeah. But yeah. Anyways. Uh, awesome. Gila. Keith, any, any concluding thoughts, man? No, it started out with like, eh, maybe, but then it's, finish with okay i can fuck with this i like this <laughs> okay cool <laughs> well, uh, yeah no I, I agree with you guys um i think uh we, we got a little more to talk about in terms of um let's talk about the post credit scene in the next segment and then also kind of like you know our thoughts for miss marvel uh, i'm sorry not miss marvel the marvels how this is all kind of tying together uh let's just let's take uh you know where where we've been at after six episodes and you know see where that brings us next in the mcu so um let's take a short break we'll be back right in the uh, a minute or two thanks all right so uh aloha friday cheers welcome back everyone cheers cheers there you go take a sip Mm. welcome back to the second segment of the Under the Mango Leaves podcast, this time talking about Miss Marvel as a series, right? I think our our overall thoughts, concluding thoughts, implications for the future. But I think actually where I want to start is we didn't really touch on the post credit scene. And that's huge, right? So, you know, we had that kind eh, of... Was it? Was it, George? Was it? I think it, it was. could be I huge. It, it could be huge. Okay, the, the biggest thing was huge. the you know she's a mutant. Huge. I get it. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But um, what? Did, let's let's just start there. What What did you guys think about it? I thought it was it was pretty surprising. We you know Kiola gets the steak dinner because he gets it correctly. Although we all hey, kind of assumed nah, that well, was like you said on the nose. It was kind of it was, assumed. It was gonna happen. Yeah, if, if she didn't show up, I think we all would have been because this wasn't Doctor Strange and WandaVision, right? That was kind of like. You know, maybe that would just because oh, magic and magic, but no, this shit's called Miss Marvel, and she's mm-hmm. a Captain Marvel fangirl. So, like, you know, let, let's let's cross our T's and dot our eyes, right? Let's make sure she's in there. Um, but yeah, Kilo, what did you think, man? Post credits? Well, I thought it was interesting because at the end, you know how they say, "Oh, so and so will return in blah blah blah." Yes, right? yes, yes. Captain Marvel will return in the Marvels. So I thought that was interesting, right? Like, oh, so, really? That's yeah. what that said. Oh, I didn't think so I caught it, that. I, I, have to go back and look again um i think it's funny <laughs> because the implication is that they did a swap right where is kamala yes. uh, like kamala is gonna be like what on like with nick fury like looking yes. at green aliens you know what i mean like, <laughs> well, up with like the swap right oh, well i guess yes that, that to start off we're assuming that they swapped right it's because it is actual, right okay so all right good good as long as we're on the same page carol danvers is looking around like her photos everywhere first of all yeah creeper alert right stalker alert right <laughs> but then if she doesn't know that it's like a you know a, a fangirl well i imagine it's a middle-aged man and she's like oh <laughs> right, god <laughs> exactly that'd be weird <laughs> like, well, imagine Kamala, like, like 
like uh, Ami and Abu, right? Like she's gonna walk downstairs, and then they're just gonna be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what? you're taking oh. this uh, this cosplay to a whole new level." <laughs> yeah, we know you, <laughs> right? But like, oh, so I, I think the implications is that they, they, you know, they did a swap. Where is Kamala? Why is it that the Bengal, uh, you know, wanted that to happen, right? Because she's laying down, she's thinking about Captain Marvel. She's in her room, and then mm-hmm. the Bengal starts lighting up, and then brah, it happens. Yeah. Um. I I do think that it's not. Ha- happen chance that she is in a post-credit scene for miss marvel and also shang chi like we kind of teased that a little bit earlier right, I think, right 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 so i think we're gonna figure out that these um you know items are related somehow they're ancient they're thousands the of relics old, yeah right the relics right like they, they have like same origins we we know from the from post-credits in um shang chi that it's calling right the ten rings are calling the beacon so I, yeah right it, it, it's communicating with someone Mm-hmm. So the the bangle, you know, you you think that it's also communicating with maybe the same person, right? It's also mm-hmm. maybe a little bit alive. Who knows? But I think it, I, I'm, it, I think they're tying in not just uh, Captain Marvel to Miss Marvel for you know setting up the Marvels. I think it's also tying into uh, the Ten Rings. So I'm oh. curious if you guys think that that's you know maybe a possibility. I mean, loosely tying it in. Obviously, we're setting up the Marvels, but yeah, I think there's going to be a connection somehow. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I have some thoughts there, but Keith, what'd you think? I short and sweet. She switched um, spots. She's on the sword ship with Nick Fury, and that's how they're going to open it. One year from now, it's going to be the swap, and Nick Fury is going to say something very clever, and she's going to wind up. She's surrounded by scrolls. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's what the and, and, and seriously, it's going to be something really. It's going to make everybody laugh in the theater. And it's just going to be her on the sword ship. And that's how it's going to start. She's definitely with Fury. <laughs> well, otherwise, you know, because like Kamala can't, can't breathe in space, right? So hopefully it's not mm. going to be that she's flying between so, planets. and <laughs> Exactly. Kill, she's kill, with that was, Fury. Yep. Like, like, that's kind of worst case scenario because like the first thing that Carol Danvers says is, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. And it's like, can you imagine? <laughs> that our first scene of Kamala is like, you know, the Nor has covered her head because, like, she can't breathe. And she's like, ah! Like, <laughs> like where am I? I Just floating I don't think, in space. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, you know, no. careening towards some planet at light speed. Uh, I do Fury. I do think... All the day. Yeah, so I... I th- this is my thought. Um, and I, I think it, it, it ties back to what you were saying, Kyola, is that, like, we have kind of a Cree origin here. It seems like everything somehow is tying back to the Cree. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what we're getting. Like, I feel like it's not too much of a stretch to say ancient Cree, you know, they've been around for a while. They've had advanced technology, warp technology, right. like whatever. Um, and, you know, maybe just like, you know, maybe their civilization had some golden era, like thousands of years ago where they had better technology and this fighting with the scrolls has kind of destroyed their infrastructure. You know, who knows? Well, but I do think Marvel is, is working with the, you know, you know, is working with one of the infinity stones in Captain Marvel, right. In the nineties. So yeah, yeah. Right, like advanced technology, it did, uh, advanced technology. No, no, no. The uh, Marvel, uh right you know, the 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 captain the, the woman scientist that was uh you know, oh stand, her her yeah yeah was pretending to be a human right like yeah. that's her whole thing and that's that's what ends up you and know she, the ship the drive ends up you know uh light speed drive yeah the light speed drive ends up being what gives carol danvers her powers right yeah, so i yeah right, the so space stone, obviously yeah. like they have you know all this technology to, you know, they, they can use then harness the energy from one of the infinity yeah. stones. So, so, so my guess is, you know, we, that's why we're getting this connection with Shang Chi. I think, I think that the ten, the ten rings have some kind of similar origin. If not, if not the Kree, 
you know, some, something parallel, something that has to, to relate in the same way. Um, otherwise, they wouldn't have brought it up um, right. multiple times, right? We're getting, we're getting, you know, distinct connections here. But uh, which what I was telling Keith about is I think Carol touched the other bangle. Hey. Yeah. Hey. That, boom. Hey, that That's makes sense. Hey, where's the other one? That's the episode one. Where's the other one? Yeah. Hey, like oh. we're supposed, we were, t- who actually, you know what, going back to that, who told them that they needed it or could use the bangles to open up I, the norm, you know? I don't remember. I don't know if that was ever really explained, to be honest. Right. No. So they, they bring it up. Like, where's the other one? We're supposed to have two. They only have one. Uh, maybe it'll, it'll work with just one. Right. Like, that's, that's like yeah, the no, conversation true. that Aisha and uh, Najma have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense, actually. That, that, that's, hey, you should book it. Steak dinner. Uh, steak dinner. <laughs> no, that's a tomahawk steak dinner. Yeah, right there. That's a tomahawk yeah. steak. I, that's a, that's I, a softball toss. That's why I think that's, that's, that makes sense. I, I mean, that, so picture, much sense. Picture Fury, Carol, uh, you know, Talos like, what is in, in a thing? room on the space station with, with some Kree artifacts. You know, they, they start to, like, let's say Carol Danvers starts using her energy to interact with the bangle. All of a sudden, the bangle interacts and then. You know, yeah, it swap, it swap. swaps in places. Freaky yeah. Friday style. Yeah. No, I, I and she like continuing from the post credit Shang-Chi uh, scene. She could be, you know, she takes all the data. She's on the sword ship. Right. And then she's like looking this up with, you know, with the scrolls and it's like, hey, yo, what is this thing? Like, why is it? Who is it talking to? And then she finds the Bengal while trying to research the Ten Rings. Right, yeah. it leads her to something similar with a similar energy signature or whatever it is, and then she touches it. Boom. Yeah, or, I, I guess did. we'll find out in a year, right, guys? One year. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do the pop noise. <laughs> yeah, is it is it uh, July of twenty twenty three? Is that Miss Marvel? I believe or, so. Sorry, the Marvels. The Marvels. Yeah, something like that. Yep. It's, it's some so one year. year. Summer next year, we're supposed to get it. That's the big. So uh, let me midsummer a... uh, movie next year. That would probably be our July twenty eighth episode. 200 episode or something like that for us. Episode? Episode. How much have you been drinking, Keith? (laughs) (laughs) No, so I think, you know, that was good. I love that post-credit scene. And it was the only one. Me too. We only had two post-credit scenes in this whole show, which... Yeah, you can tell, like you the said, Keith, the we're end, spoiled yeah. brats, right? You know, first episode, six episode, that's only post-credit scenes. Um, I like that she made a cameo. I think it's good. I'm hoping, you know, similar to how they do a lot of retroactive fixing of shit, uh, a lot of people not liking Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I'm hoping I love her that I, I, I think I it's fine. Her. It's fine. She's a great actress. Um, Fuck like, the be award-winning. I mean, <laughs> hey, but, you know, Oscar aside, she has the stamp of approval from Keith. <laughs> that's all you need in life, yeah, that's folks. all you need that's even more even Keith. more than an Woo. oscar um <laughs> so i like that you know the cree that actually makes sense george i like that part i wonder if they're going to explore some of the mutant stuff right like maybe mm. um I, like maybe it's because you know we have more alien technology coming around right because what is a mutation is just something changing in your genetics right um, yeah. what's the difference between that and like, you know, a vat of goo getting dumped well, on your a, a or, spider biting you, right? Like it mutates your genes. Did so, so I, did the bangle do for you know Kamala what the light speed drive did for Carol? Was it the same right. thing? It just Was unlocked. it in an eight? Yeah, exactly. Let, let's activate that X maybe, gene, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers is a mutant also, right? Like it unlocked or it opened her up to, you know, being able to use these powers. I don't know. It'd yeah, be interesting. I, I mean, so it's kind of funny when we talk about mutants now, if you think about the implications of this, because like so many of the superheroes in the MCU, we could just be like, oh, yeah, 
this unlocked their power. So now they could be considered a mutant, right? There's very few that you could say are not, right? Let's say Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark, he's just a genius, figured out how right. to get super armor, right? Uh, genius, billionaire, Captain America, playboy, uh, philanthropist. philanthropist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Steve Rogers, you know, was uh, he, what's the opposite of the X gene? Like the, the piece of weakling shit gene? Like, because he was like, <laughs> he was fucking pathetic, right? And the, you know, the super soldier serum. So, you know, you can probably say there was probably no X gene involved there. <laughs> Thor, same thing. He's just, you know, born of a race. He is, but, he's, he is a god, right? But, yeah, so he's just... Yeah, Wanda, Quicksilver, easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, well... Well, so, it com- uh, Keith, help me out. In the comics, I know they, they, they started making the, disti- the, like, the distinction between mutants and, like, what, what was the other thing called? Like, just Inhumans? It, well, you have there the Inhumans. Inhumans, and separate, there, separate, was, yeah. um, there was Enhanced. Enhanced? I know, so they, they use that a lot, right? Like, the, the See, you know... The DDC yeah. or whatever they 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 used enhanced individuals damage in the interview, control, yeah. damage control, right? Um, no, but in the comics, there's a term that they use to separate the two, to distinguish two. Two, like one is that something happened, and Innately. you're just you you were gonna oh, be you were oh. gonna have powers no matter what. And the other cl- uh, classification is no, something happened to you externally that made yes. you enhanced. Right? They, like, so they use that in the um they use that in uh, X Men too. See, uh, my yeah, it's in the comics, and it's something that's yeah. actually pretty common. And I, it's, it's gonna kill me because I'll probably remember it later. I don't, I don't have, but that's what I was telling George. There, there's so many distinctions. I love it how they're just getting rid of the humans. I pretty much think that's well, what they're I, doing and just going with mutants. I love it. Just stick with the mutants. I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I think, I think the inhumans, uh, you know, we, we literally got in them introduced to the MCU a couple months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're not yeah. going anywhere necessarily. But I think what we're going to do, uh, well, what, what the audience is going to do is going to just or maybe not the audience, but let's say the layman in the MCU is going to just call all of them mutants. And within their own, you know, tribes or whatever you want to call it, like they'll know like, oh, no, this isn't a mutant. This isn't a human. I'm a mutant. You know, this isn't like they're different, but the world is just going to give them a label. Right. That's what Kamala said. It's just another label. Right. So they're about to all get the mutant label, even if some of them are like even even like Steve Rogers. Is he a mutant? No, he's got no. super speed. They're going to oh, yeah. mutant. He's an enhanced you know? individual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that same. I mean, that's what we like. Terrorists now. Right. It's like, oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. No, you're a terrorist. It's like, what does that even mean anymore? Right. You know, there's no distinction like there used to be. It used to be like a, a very strict definition of it. And so I, I do think that we are also going to get in humans. But I think that the wider world of the MCU is not going to care about the distinction between the two. They're just going yeah, to be superpowered true. beings. Enhanced individuals. I think enhanced, that's going to be the thing. They're just going to throw that around. Enhanced individuals. Well, yeah, but hey, yeah, guys, so- who is the latest member of the X-Men? Caitlin oh, Daniel. <laughs> why, why is this funny? Caitlin Jenner, she's an <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> Oh. oh, George! Come on, I was gonna there answer we go. that real. I was gonna be like, I don't know, Jubilee. Like, what are yeah. you trying to go with here? <laughs> I thought this was another Daniel oh, Radcliffe man. joke. Oh, oh, that was that was they, funny. Yes, I I had to steal Kyolo's thing, but doing jokes. <laughs> I was like, I heard that, and I was like, Well, he enjoyed I it immensely. To say this. I did. That yeah. was funny. That was um, good. Yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting. I, I, series as a whole, I loved learning about. Uh, you know indian and pakistani history you know like mm-hmm. the, the, the yep, partition same. like i said gra- it was more real <laughs> i mean it's a cartoon show right really it's a comic book uh a tv series but it helped 
well, personalize it or like me, help me understand a lot more about the partition and like the, the ramifications, right? Like, exactly. you know, being from Hawaii, I, I know a lot about the overthrow. Um, yeah. But then, you know, we get like the watered down version of, of world history or because history like American centric uh, world Nakia history says, well, Nakia says, right. Um, you know, you know, the world history is, is told from the eyes of like the colonizers, right. Or like a, whatever word she used in like history class. Right. Because yeah. they spent, you know, two weeks on uh, what was it? The Roman empire, but not, you know, like a day, not even a day mm-hmm. on Persian empire. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, like every version of history is just based on who you get told about it right I, I learned about the partition that was something that was not new to me but like i just learned a lot more about it so i love that part um it, for me as a brown person you know in hawaii obviously but i've been on the mainland everything it, it just like her battle with like cultural like you know her culture uh you know her family issues right which apparently is a very common thing with the uh, brown culture all this family dynamics and like yeah yeah <laughs> There was a lot of stuff that was like giving me PTSD, but I, I like the fact that you you have this person who is becoming an adult, right? She's a teenager, and she's also uh, you know addressing her becoming an adult side, and also you know make, you know addressing like her Pakistani heritage, which is mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Right? So I, it was it was good from that sense. It was it was a lot of big issues that they were tackling, and I thought they did it pretty you know overall pretty well, at least from my perspective. I don't know. You know, Absolutely. You ask the Pakistani community, community, like what they think, or the Muslim community, what they think, right? Like that would be interesting. Sure. To hear. There's there's one podcast that I listen to that does kind of the same thing. Um, it's called like the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and they do have somebody of I believe Indian descent on, um, and and he's been on specifically because of you know these episodes to get his perspective of mm-hmm. it, uh, and he's been very praiseworthy of, of this show right he's really? he said that they've been That's doing good. a great job a fantastic job of introducing people to the culture of how nuanced it is uh how those you know what the parents are trying to do like you know trying to be stern but like give give a little bit of flexibility you know like everyone's uh they can all kind of relate to that and then how it also introduced us to pakistan in general like here's the food that they eat you know these are the sites to, you know these are the you know this is what it's like walking around or going to a um uh what's it called uh a uh, country club i think that in like the yeah they went to a country club with her cousins and her mom and stuff right. like yeah so j- just showing a different a different side and, and introducing us to uh you know something that the vast majority of the watchers right the audience i'd say not just in america everywhere right mm-hmm. are they're not introduced to this side of things so i i love i love the grounded side of it and i think they did that really well it's when they when they overextended a bit is where i thought like ah let's let's bring this back down you know mm-hmm. it's like um if, if if for example it's like like let's take spider-man right that's a good analog because he's a high school you know kid he's trying to figure out mm-hmm. his way he, he gets superpowers you know how is he going to react like his aunts you know his family and so if if imagine in homecoming they they went to like the cosmic proportions everyone be like well what like what is what is no. spider-man doing out in outer space you know <laughs> but we got there eventually but like eventually it, it we did built, and then and then it worked and then we were excited for it because the second you know he chases In the spaceship Infinity and Infinity War, War oh, and man, he finally so gets the iron spider and then we were ready but if they threw yeah. that at us episode one it would have been like bro what are you what are you doing here like no 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 like the vulture was a grounded villain everything mm-hmm. was grounded all what was at stake an airplane of like weapons potentially that's it yeah it was, it was perfect it was it was perfect and so that's what Kamala needed she needed she didn't I mean I like I like clandestine but like she didn't need that like avengers World level threat ending, yeah. it's going to destroy you know karachi it's going to destroy pakistan like you know if we open this world like 
We don't need that, dude. She's ground level, at least yeah, right now. Exactly. Like the whole point of the Marvels is that like now she's going to go on yes, cosmic adventures. Now it's going to be a cosmic Why, adventure. Yeah, don't go there yet. And I, I like yes. Nor. I like I like the the other dimension. I'm all for dimensions, right? Talo, like it's it's yes. cool. It's it's good shit, right? But but just I, I really think they they bit off a little more than they could chew, and and I think that the actress did her best to to you know, be those two people, but her grounded mm. version is just a million times better than her. Oh my God, what's going on? Like, you know, crazy shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, another way to look at it though, is that they teased it enough to help make it more believable for Miss Marvel though. That's one say, one way to look at it. Cause I, I agree. I think we agree. Cause that's what five was making the mistake of, I think it was, that Absolutely. It was making it too grandiose and big and uh, mm-hmm. universe ending. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good that they brought it back. And then now when we see her in the Marvels with, with, with Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and also also her name, we got to talch, talk about that. That was kind of cool, right? Like the fact that her oh, name love Malami, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvelous, right? Like, um, yeah. So, so her being there, because one of my favorite comics of, of Miss Marvel is when she's interacting with Wolverine. Wolverine, Logan is my favorite. Like, that's just my favorite. Of course. Who doesn't love Logan? Yeah, Come no, on. You, you hold your tongue, James. Keith. James Howlett. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman is the goat. Come on, we all know. Yeah, it. No, yeah, but yeah. like you know, like when she meets Wolverine, she's just fangirling over him. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I just imagine like that's what this, we're going to be setting up is that similar to Spider Man interacting with Iron Man and yeah, the sure, sure, and like getting knighted as an Avenger in, in Infinity War. I think that's what Miss Mar- Marvel is going to be, which I'm excited for because yeah, I, yeah, excited. Excited, excited. Yeah, th- <laughs> just like I watching think... Thor, right? Anybody? No. Oh, no, we're not. We're not there yet. That's the next pod. Oh, we're not the there yet. Oh, we're not feed. there yet. No, no, no. We're <laughs> do- that's a separate pod. We're gonna do a whole Thor: Love and Thunder review pod. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, we're not there. But oh, I th- go I ahead. Mean, go. Overall, I mean, yeah. Sorry, I don't know if we're going there yet. But overall, I liked it. I think it's rewatchable. I, I loved watching it with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're at the age where they- they're watching this. Yeah. They- you know, granted, they're not in high school, but, you know, they, they can relate to some of the stuff, right? Like the cultural stuff. And, you know, they love Avengers and, and TikToks, and whatever those are. Right. Exactly. Tick-tick-tocks. Um, so, yeah, I thought Tick-tick-tocks. For me, yeah. I'm definitely going to end up rewatching this, you know, at some point. Yeah. My daughter's three and she's like, I'm a superhero dad. And it just made me realize, like, oh, my gosh, my daughter gets this. She's three. She wants to be a superhero. And then she pretended the whole night that she had a big fist and she was crushing like rocks on my head. <laughs> That's so cute. And I was like, this is great. This is exactly what this show is supposed to be. And it really made me realize this is not meant for a 40 year old man like me with a beautiful beard and bald, beautiful head. <laughs> and an and- amazing new tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like that? Look at that. Uh, uh, what? Oh, biceps. Well, well, we'll do the video pod at some point, but that is the um, <laughs> like a Norse kind of. Um, interpretation of like an odin face kind of thing yeah it yeah. uh re- represents wisdom and knowledge and everything gotta put else. that up on our instagram man <laughs> we have to tattoos yeah, not, not a bad idea thing. i love tattoos and then um, we will put up one day george getting his first tattoo well, that's gonna go. be fun tramp stamp be a lot of yeah, fun what do <laughs> oh. you think george what do you think about the series as a whole so i it feels like two series to me um, and I think that's maybe the only grab I have about it is like the, you know, they watch like the first episode and it's so different from some of the later episodes. Um, but mm-hmm. as, as a whole, I really, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. I, there's no way I'm going to say that I didn't. Um, I, I was, you know, smiling, you know, most of the time just because it was 
it felt very genuine. And I think that's one of the things I said in the, you know, the first review that we did. Uh, and, and it's, that's a difficult thing to, to pull off. Right. I think that's one of the strengths of uh, Kamala Khan's character and, and specifically the, the actress, you know, Iman Vellani, like she's, she is that character uh, and she really, you know, you, you, you can kind of see things through her eyes and it's, it's not a stretch of the imagination. It's, it's very easy. And, and that's what I love about it because now this culture is being, you know, so easily translated, I guess, for people who are not in that culture, you can kind of see through their is eyes. Is a good term, right? Like yeah. translated, like it's not, we're people not experiencing like, oh, it, but we're getting, you know, living vicariously through her. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I don't know exactly. what it's like to, to go to, a, you know, a prayer service at like a, a mosque, but like, yeah, I'm in a church. Like I get it, you know, and afterwards yeah. hanging out, you know, and there's like the, you know, the church boys, you know, whatever the uh, Illuminantes, <laughs> you know, th- this whole thing, like I get it, you know, uh, Illuminantes. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, no, let's not forget about them. But I, I thought I thought the best moments of the show were the ones that were like very family oriented. Um, yes. And then the, the parts that I think didn't quite fit were kind of where they, they stretched to like the cosmic. So um, I, I think as long as Kamala can stay grounded um, and be you know true to herself and where, where she came from, those Jersey roots, yeah, that as long as we get that kind of extended into her character in the future, you know, we're, we're in good hands. I, I, I like the introduction of her character. Uh, I'm glad it, we didn't actually get too much of you know, cameos or whatever, you know, it was very, mm-hmm. very Insulated. self-contained. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, like Moon Knight was, which is cool, even though we got a bunch of references, but it didn't, it didn't really matter in, in that sense. Yeah. Right. It's, it's excited to see where it goes. Small reminders that it's existing in the MCU. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you never thought twice about it, it existing in MCU, but you didn't care. Cause it's not like, you know, Iron yeah. Man is going to tell me like, you know, Hulk's going to bust it. Like that didn't, it, it's not like that. Right. She's just like a, a fan girl just living in that world, you know? I'm excited to see her next to Photon next to Captain Marvel. I think that'll be fun. Yes. That dynamic is going to be really interesting, yeah. but also the dynamic between Photon and Captain Marvel in the first place is going to be weird. Right. Cause she, because we got weird vibes in WandaVision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so cool. I, I don't know how that's, I don't know how that's going to play out, man. Um, and then, so of course, and then you add in another weirdo to the mix, right? Kamala, who's like, just like a high school girl. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Like what's going on here? Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for Ms., uh, for the Marvels. I, I, I don't love- know. That's a weird dynamic. The three of them is weird. It is. And it's right. going to be very like juggling act, like cacophonous until the very end where they can all come together, you know, mm. and like, and just three Marvels and a baby, right? No. Huh? Two Marvels and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Two Marvels well, like, and a baby. I like that scene, like that shot of her looking, you know, on the, in Jersey City, looking across at Manhattan. That's from the comics, which is awesome. Yep. yep straight yes, up. That's that's yeah. I wish I wanted to, I wanted Greg to watch the show because so Greg is from North Jersey, right? Him and his wife are from North Jersey. And Greg it's such a Jersey it. thing. No, it's such a, it's such a, I, I was just laughing. I, I just akin to like, I just remembered the, uh, how I met your mother episode where, uh, you know, they're in New York City and then like uh, the girls are saying, oh yeah, no, we're from New York. And then when they're driving them home, cause they're trying to hook up, they go across the bridge to, you know, Jersey city. And I was just thinking about it. And I was like laughing to myself because Jersey city is not New York, is but that it's a- right across. The- <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. That's it's a East coast, like joke thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tri-state area thing. It, well, it's a, uh... probably more of a New York city thing that, you know, Manhattan yes, and you, yeah. very separate from Jersey city, even though it's right there on the same water. Right. Like, and you can, get to new huh. york city super easy but anyway i i wanted greg to watch it and get its perspective because it would have been funny oh, fair right. enough yeah well, he, i'm rambling now <laughs> okay, we'll yeah. be on here friday right next week greg next greg week will make a special appearance we will have a we will have a special guest yeah so um i, I don't know if this is fair but if i do kind of want to conclude with this though like so as far as the other disney shows go like kind of where would you guys put this um maybe, maybe we don't have to rank it necessarily you could say ah you know it's it's close to me with XY's show, but maybe not as good as, you know, Z show. I, I don't know. 
Um, but just kind of kind of curious because for, for me personally, I really, really enjoy it. So as far as the like genuine aspects of learning about new culture, these kind of things, uh, you know, being introduced and like through different art style as well, it's it's mm-hmm. gotta be the the best of all of the Disney shows that's been able to do that for me. Granted, we mm-hmm. haven't the only culture we've really been introduced to is kind of Egyptian culture and um right. in, in Moon Knight, right? None of the other shows have really tried to, although to be fair, you could say that uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier tried to introduce you to a little bit of, you know, the Louisiana culture. Yeah. Right. And and to try to introduce you to absolutely. So I I think it's absolutely up there in that sense, but some of the other things didn't hit for me. So I just think, you know, personally as, as a, uh, a diplomat to, I don't know about diplomat, but an emissary to like a new, a new culture. I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, It's great that we're, you know, seeing, and it's through the lens of a comic book story, which is crazy which was the same thing, you know, some of the the hardest hitting moments in all of Falcon Winter Soldier were dealing, you know, black people dealing with those kind of struggles. Yeah, with with race issues. Yeah, yeah, and and we got that here too. And I I love that they're tackling this. Uh, That was, you know, one of my favorite parts. It's just kind of the other stuff maybe didn't stick for me as well, but I definitely put up there in terms of it's how it was a cultural ambassador for me personally. It's probably so, the best lighthearted one, right? Like you have WandaVision, uh, Moon. No, Knight. no, no. WandaVision is not what I would say. Uh, what Hawkeye was the by far and away the most lighthearted. It's very similar no, 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 to that. No. So that. I'm saying I'm separating the two, right? Like you have the, oh, okay. you're dealing with mental health, right? So yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's WandaVision and Moon Knight. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so you have like these, uh, so those, th- those two and Loki, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of group them together. Right. And then you have, uh, you know I, this and 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 Hawkeye. I I, I don't know ranking wise. It, it, like I said, I'm gonna rewatch it. So it's or, on my rewatch. Maybe list. not ranking, you know but I how mean? do you compare it to the other ones? I would say because that's what I did. I just oh, compared it to. The yeah, other yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. I would Let, say let's not let's not rank. Let's compare. I, yeah, I, I I think it's rewatchable, which is good, right? Like yeah. it's gonna yes. I'm gonna rewatch it at some point, which to me is 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 a good measuring stick. If I'm gonna rewatch it, yeah, it's worth it, it. Then it it's good, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, if I saw it and I've seen it and it's like, yeah, let me put this away somewhere and never watch it again. Maybe not so good. Right. Sure. Like, because uh, at the end of the day, we all love Marvel stuff, right? We are oh. fangirls ourselves. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think because it's rewatchable, I would say thumbs up. Awesome. Yep. Keith, final thoughts here. I have it. I have it. The top five. I still think Loki and WandaVision are one and two for me. Moon Knight okay. number three. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier number four. And then tied for fifth is What If and Miss Marvel for me. No way. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Still, that's a good, that's list. That's if, a good list. What If is actually another lighthearted one, too, right? Like that, that one. Yeah. There's a lot of well, fun I love stuff what in if. What If. Well, you Cody Hole yes. loves it. He, Have you guys rewatched it, it though? Yeah. I rewatched it. A lot it of once. stuff that ties I, I loved in it. now. Well, what I'm saying though is half those episodes are depressing as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you have to go through. So the first episode's relatively lighthearted. The second one is absolutely light. So let's start. So the first episode is uh, Captain Carter, lighthearted. Second episode yeah, yes. is uh, What If T'Challa Was Star-Lord. Very lighthearted. I love that one. Yes. And That's then the, the next one. four are, like, depressing as hell. Right. The Marvel Zombies ones was, was the best the one. Zombie, so the, the Doctor Strange one is depressing as hell. The zombie one was pretty damn depressing. Um, the, uh, What's the one where all of them are getting killed? And they're like, trying well, to yeah. What if, what if the Hawkeye. world, like, yeah, Pim, no, yeah, Hank Pym, yeah, uh, destroyed. Pim. What, what if the Avengers never assembled or whatever? Yeah. That one is depressing. Uh, the one where Thor, uh, where Loki dies, right? Like where he never had yeah. a brother. That one was depressing too. No, 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 no. That, that's the only lighthearted one. Hold on. And that's like the third to last episode. <laughs> so there's one more that I was missing, and it was um, Michael B. Jordan's character, uh, Killmonger. What Killmonger. if Killmonger, yeah, saved Tony Stark, whatever. 
Um, it was super was good. And then the one after that is when it's is party Thor, right? Where he goes to Vegas and the whole thing is like a complete joke. <laughs> that that one is, is lighthearted. But that what was fun. Is that after after rewatching, it's literally like half the season's like depressing as hell. And then it gets like funny again no. because it goes to party Thor. And then after that, it's another depressing episode, which is what if Ultron won. And then after that is the finality, which is what if the um, if the watcher broke his oath. Right. Right. And then then that was a fun one. Participated. That's the, is that that's yeah, the that, Ultron that's one or whatever? No, so the, the Ultron, Ultron one is where Ultron whoops his ass in the, the penultimate episode. Uh, and that's what if Ultron won. And then at the end of the episode is when he goes to, you know, the, the Sinister Strange, like, because he's like, I need your help. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. But anyway, so yeah, there's a long tangent on what if. But I, <laughs> I, what I'm just saying is, is we can look at it through rose-colored glasses, but half that fucking series is depressing as shit. I'm serious. Like, half yeah. of it. Well, you know, so is WandaVision. See- WandaVision's so depressing. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the end up, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That's but some legit crocodile tears. The, no. the reason it's number two for me is because it's something that we have never seen before. It's something so brand new. Oh, no, I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I loved it. Everybody it just bitched on it and cried on it. I'm like, because it's not a Marvel. I'm like, no, it's something new. It's something no, new we got. So I think, I think for people who are, who are passive fans, it was bad because you like a lot of people I know who don't care about this stuff, like they, they couldn't get over like the old, uh, like I Love Lucy Yes, I love that. Hey, it, was, but, it was it was weird, but it was yeah, I loved it. But yeah, absolutely, yeah. Cool. absolutely. No, so I think that's that's where you lost people, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then what we're realizing is that not all the Marvel stuff is for everyone. You know, you're gonna exactly. find people who are gonna it's gonna hit. Some people it's gonna miss, and that's okay because this you know hopefully they keep going for like fifty more years. You know what I mean? Like I'm down, but yeah, it's gotta they gotta change it up a little bit because like you said, George, right? We have some like superhero fatigue and like people don't mm-hmm. you know are aren't so. Go with the niche markets, hit yeah. on things, and then I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the fan girl, and I'm gonna like all of it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all Absolutely. different. I love how it's all different. Just Every like project is books. different, just like the comic books. And I'm excited for Blade. I'm excited for Uh-oh. everything's coming out. The Fantastic Four. It's that's, all that's, gonna be great. That's the best thing. Right? Like that's the perfect point, Keith. Is that it's just like the comic books. It's turning more into the comic books from like storylines, yes. from like themes, from vibes. And it's just like the comic books in the sense that, like, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of comic like storylines that I never picked up. And that was okay. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like, you know, I had the ones that I would go to, I had the yeah. ones that I would read. And sure. then the other ones, it was like, if, you know, maybe occasionally I'd pick it up and like read a little bit, you know, and sneak it and but I wouldn't buy it. And that's okay. You know what I mean? And I yes. think the movies are going to start, the movies and the shows are going to start being like that. It's all going towards Secret Wars, gents. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. It is. All right. I, I, I'm looking at it right now. I have the number two issue. I That is my favorite comic book. Oh, I love it so much. I cannot wait. It uh, cannot you, disappoint. The, the rumor is uh, that the Russo brothers are being entertained for a potential Secret Wars movie. So uh, probably series, you know, it's probably going to be more than one, probably maybe a trilogy or something, right? It has it's to be huge. a trilogy. It's There's huge. so much. Yeah. But uh, all right. I, th- I think you heard it here first. Secret Wars, you know, we're, we're on Secret that Secret Wars, it's coming. Uh, and we, you know, not love for Miss Marvel. Uh, awesome. We got, you know, another great six episodes of entertainment. It's great to, uh, to chat with you guys about it. We had a fantastic time. Um, and so as always, uh, Keola, sing us off, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to make you guys jealous. I was looking up the weather report for tomorrow. I'm excited to get in the water. On but happy Aloha Friday. Cheers. Whatever day Woo! it is you're listening Cheers. to us. Cheers. Thanks for watching.
worker was you know, yeah. were having discussion. They were like, oh, well, this and that. And, you know, one's kind of conservative. The other one's more liberal. And they asked me what I thought. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't have, uh, you know, the ability to reproduce that way. So I just kind of listen to other people's opinions. Same here. <laughs> like, it's not me, bro. Like, yeah. Why does my opinion matter when I can't? Yeah. I, I just shut my mouth and I just shake my head. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, it sucks. Could, well, could you yeah. imagine like a woman Congress and there's like dick legislation? And you're like, uh, excuse me. Excuse I mean, like, just, just picture piece, the opposite. My choice. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that hard. You're like, oh fuck, yeah, dude, fuck that. Like, you know, it, my dick, my choice. 